You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the leading SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, and email marketing authorities come to share their secrets. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, OneClick Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, OneClick Lindsay, and today I have a very special guest. Her name is Natalie Cutler-Welsh. She is the CEO and founder of the Go-To Girl Social Media and Networking. As a speaker, author, blogger, podcaster, and social media and networking coach and mother of three, she helps people through connections, collaborations, and courage to get their message out there and be seen and heard on a bigger level so they can have a bigger impact on the world. As seen on Paul Henry, Breakfast TV, and numerous online and print publications, Canadian-born Kiwi Natalie is known for her action-oriented, entertaining, and on-point insights, talks and workshops on topics ranging from social media to juggling motherhood. Today, we have her on the show. She's going to talk to us a ton about social media because she definitely knows how to work it. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Hey there, Lindsay. Good to talk to you. You too. Thanks for for your time today. So did I miss anything in that bio that you wanted to add? (laughs) It's all good. It sounds great. Fair enough. (laughs) So let's just dive in. Um, You know a ton about social media. Tell me what your favorite social media platform is and why. Well, it's got to be Facebook, but I really love Instagram as well. And I'm getting my head around Snapchat. Fair enough. Okay, so so right now, your job, the way that you make money is obviously being a business coach and doing social media and stuff for clients. Is that right? Yeah, I don't actually do social media. So I kind of, when I started out, I was teaching social media and I still do that to a certain extent, but it's also more stepping back, looking at the big picture. Um, so it's kind of that business coach, but also my big thing is networking. Like I do kind of done for you networking and I connect people who just need to meet each other. That's like, that sets my light on fire big time. Do you get paid for that? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, being introduced to the right person, you know how that can just basically up your income or up, like, totally decrease the amount of time that you're spending looking for leads. If you can get introduced to, like, the right person who either is a great, excuse me, client or someone who can totally open a door for you, then it can just lead to great things. And because I am just a total extroverted extrovert, so, and I know a lot of people, uh, it just becomes part of my coaching, like like part of my mastermind group and part of my one-on-one and all that kind of thing. Wow. So essentially, you sell that as one of the perks and benefits of being being your student as a business coach is that you can kind of network them with a ton of people. Yeah, that's right. So they kind of are on my radar and they're like the girls who are my high level clients obviously are on the top of my radar for like awesome introductions. That's pretty cool. I've never really heard it put quite that way. But I mean, everything is is who you know, right? So I can see why it's so important. Um, So out of those three, you said, you said Facebook, you said Snapchat, and you said Instagram, which of those three gets you the most leads for your coaching program? It would be Facebook. Okay, can you give us a little heads up on how you utilize Facebook to get the most leads for your business? Yeah, well, so I've been going four and a half years, and I early in the early days, I did start up a free Facebook group. So I'm a huge fan of community building and predominantly using Facebook groups. I've So I've got a number of Facebook groups. I've got like 2,000 plus in my free group, and then I've got about 60 women in my paid group where they pay like a monthly to be in there. And then I've got a couple of other little groups, again, which are paid groups and they're smaller groups again. So for example, I hold the live mastermind, which is an in-person 
meeting, you know, and, um, and so I use Facebook groups a lot for the, for those types of things. So I just love them. But I think as a tool for growing your profile, positioning, potential clients, putting your, sharing your expertise in connecting people with each other, Facebook groups are just magic. I love them. I'm so, I mean, yeah, of course I have a Facebook page as well. And I do a, a little bit of paid advertising, probably not as much as I should, but, um, but yeah, the, the, I think the Facebook groups are a key component to my success. Okay, so it seems like a lot of people start Facebook groups and maybe, you know, they do it. The number one sin I see is obviously inviting people that never asked to be invited. Um, But it seems like maybe you can get like 2000 people in a group, but then no one talks. So what's your secret to getting people talking in the group? Otherwise, it's a waste. Yeah, there's always going to be a certain percentage of people, even in my paid group where people are paying me $47 a month. Honestly, there's probably about 30% of those women who just never engage. They probably watch the replays of the videos, the live um, online trainings that we do each month. We do two of them. They probably watch the replays, but they never show up live and they never engage and they just keep paying. So they're, you know, even sometimes when people are paying, they still don't engage. So yeah, when we're talking about free groups, I think it just, it goes up higher, the percentage of people that don't engage. So they might see a notification or not, and they might click and read it, but they might not do anything about it. So you don't know they're there if they don't like, comment or share. Um, then you don't know they're there, but that's fine. And I mean, one of the things I'd say to people is, yeah, if you're starting at a free group, do not go and invite every, you know, man and his dog to join the group because some people don't want to be invited to groups. So, um, I, you know, often it was very organic. I mean, 2000 people over four years is not actually that much, but it's the right people. So that's, I think that's really important. So how do you get people to engage? Are you like, like, let's say I were to start a Facebook group right now. What would your advice be? So my advice would be to pin something to the top. Ideally, nowadays, a video, like a raw and real, not a pre-recorded professional video, but like a raw and real video as the introduction, like, hey, welcome. So people can see your style. They can hear what it's about. Of course, you want to have kind of the T's and C's like most groups do. So I'd have something pinned to the top that is a welcome and kind of gives them like the lay of the land or or the the vibe of what the group is about. Um, And then... I mean, you might have your kind of weekly rituals. Like I know that every month I put up a post that says hashtag promote your biz and it says sales, specials and giveaways on the image, like a pretty image that'll stand Mm -hmm. out and it's consistent. And it says like comment below with your upcoming October um, sales, specials and giveaways. And I'll do another image that's similar and it's about uh, workshops, webinars and events. And that way you kind of reduce the spam factor. So people aren't, well, they still do it, but not too much coming in and just blasting, you know, broadcasting about their upcoming events or sales or specials. Um, so there's there's that. There's kind of that, you know, people get to know that that's the way you do it. And I also really use albums quite a lot as well. So I'll put, um, I'll have different albums. And I'll also encourage them because a lot of these, these are all women entrepreneurs, women who run their own business. And so I might put up an image and say like, who's on Snapchat? Comment below with your handle and we can follow each other. Like, so I'll encourage them to Let us know where they are so we can support each other and follow each other. But quite often it's about, you know, advice that they're asking and um, I just encourage them to do. So I think it's it's really a lot about the culture that you create, but it does need ongoing energy and maintenance and stuff in there. So it's going to be a balance if you're doing a free group of giving to the free group, but not over giving because you want your paid people to feel like they're super special too. Wow. So how do you, how much time a day are you on Facebook kind of uh, babysitting these groups? <laughs> I actually, do I even want to know? No, no, no. I, so to a certain extent I batch, meaning, um, 
I like for me, it's Mastermind Monday. So on Monday, I spend a lot of time nurturing my mastermind group. That's the online group with 60 people. And then my live groups, which I have about four or four groups around the country. Um, and I kind of nurture those groups or I'll be planning ahead. I'll be like, oh, who's our guest expert going to be for November? And I'll be setting the date and making sure that they can come. And then I'll be creating an image to tell everyone and I'll be creating an event in the Facebook group to tell everyone, come along. I think my event, my topic for October is how to fill the room, how to, how to get people to come to your live events and webinars. So, um, So really for me, I spend a lot of time on a few days a week, but so it's not like hours and hours every day. To answer your question, probably three hours a week, something like that. That's not bad. So to get the 2,000 people in there, um, is that just, do you have some sort of opt-in on your website, then you invite them? How how are you getting people? Like a lot of these women are not actually on my email list because I kind of, so if someone was starting a group now, I would say, I think that's a really great idea is that you say, Hey, join our awesome free community and you create it as an opt-in. So it becomes like, give me your email address and I'll let you in the door. You know, it kind of becomes a little bit like that, which I think is a really smart tactic. So, I mean, I have, there's overlap, but all of those people are not on my list. I probably have, I don't know, half of those people are on my list. And then I've got another couple thousand just who aren't in the group. So I really probably need to um, merge those things together a bit more. But yeah, some people don't want to be on an email group. So I don't want to make it a deterrent. But I think it is a a pretty smart strategy. If someone is starting up a group, that's a, a great way to do it. Where did the rest of them come from? Just people inviting people? Yeah, people inviting people. And I think that the important thing with this as well is that we also go to the effort to introduce people that come in. So if someone's new, I'm not great at it. I've actually just hired someone to help me out with it. Um, but I get them to basically we, we tag their name and say, welcome aboard, you know, comment below, let us know a little bit about you and your biz and how we can help you the most. And so it's kind of got that friendly welcome vibe. I do that to a much bigger extent for my paid girls. Of course, I'll put up a, an, a single image of their face and I'll put a link to their Facebook group and I'll welcome them aboard and stuff. But um, I think in the big free group, making people welcome, inter- allowing them to introduce themselves is, um, is a great way to start things off. And they're more likely to stay engaged if they feel like you want them to be there. You're kind of giving away all your secrets today. Thanks, Natalie. I love this. So is the big paid is the so let's name them. So what's the name of your large group? So that's the if they people just go to Facebook and they type in the search go to girls social. So go to girls. So I'm the go to girl for women entrepreneurs who want to connect with others and coaching and, and confidence and courage. So if you just type in go to girls social media, it'll come up with a lot of, a few options. One is my page, which they're welcome to like, of course, but the other is that free group and they'll just see it because they'll see that 2000 plus people are members of that group. And will you let anyone like any of my female listeners, you'll let them in the group. Yeah. So what I do is if some, I've always got a whole bunch of people requesting to join. And so then on my mastermind Monday or one of the other days, I go in there and I'll just kind of suss them out. That's how we speak in New Zealand. We say suss them out and I'll just (laughs) look at their profile. So a really great tip for everybody is make sure that you've actually linked your business page to your personal page in the, in the sense that if you go and look me up, Natalie Cutler Welsh, and you hover over my name, it'll come up and it'll say something like social media and networking coach at, and then a blue hyperlink, go to girls, social media networking and author and blogger at, if only they told me parenting. And it'll link through to my different Facebook business, Facebook pages. So it's a great idea for people. 
if they're networking in groups, make sure A, you've got a profile picture that actually looks like you. Like it's not your kid's face. It's not you from 10 years ago. It's not you with sunglasses and a crazy wig. You know, like it actually looks like you. And also make sure that your personal page has a mention and like a, it's linked with a blue hyperlink through to your business page. And that way, when I go and suss you out, I can see, oh, yeah, she's like, she has a business. She's a woman. You know, she can come mm -hmm. on into my group. That's that's generally what I do. And then I introduce them. I kind of batch introduce them. Wow, that's cool. Okay, so what's the $60 paid group called? Yeah, the, so it's it's a $47. Uh, I think that's New Zealand money. So it's, it's a cheaper. Oh, America, okay. But, um, that one is is called the go-to – I think it's called members only in brackets, members only, go-to girl mastermind group. So that's my online community of these women that we meet twice a month online. I use Zoom. I love Zoom. And we do one Q&A with me and I'm very action-orientated and I love to give away awesome tips. And, um, and they also get the back catalog. They get access to all the recordings from all the previous months. So like theoretically, someone could come in there and just um, – you know, like spend a whole weekend, like learning tons of stuff about MailChimp and Instagram and Facebook ads and whatever they like. Um, if they really wanted to, of course they could, they could just do it. Like they could just batch watch a whole bunch mm -hmm. of videos. But the main thing is people I would say are 50% in that group for me and my knowledge and the guest experts that I bring in every month. And they're 50% in there for each other, like for the community and the connections and the support of other women that just quote unquote get, they get it right. Like unlike our friends, or the moms at school who don't get what it's like to run a business while trying to maybe raise a family yes. while trying to not lose yourself in the process. And I think a lot of the women are in that community because these other women get it. Wow. You have quite a funnel set up. I love it. So I'm guessing most of the people who end up in your paid program came from the big group, correct? Yeah, probably most of them did. And a lot of them, however, I also run live events with about 130 women a couple, two or three times a year. And so a lot of my clients also come from referrals and also live events. Like they'll see me on stage at my event, which is my happy place. And they'll be like, oh my God, I need to work with her because she's very, you know, <laughs> animated and, um, ed, you know, charismatic energetic yeah. and action orientated. Whereas other people will see me and they'll be like, no, I need someone who's really calm and someone who's really, you know, so I feel like there's different business coaches and different mentors for different people. So, um, not that I want to, actually I'll stay on Facebook groups for one more second. Then I want to talk about your live events for a minute. So, yeah. um, on the Facebook group, when well, my last question on that is, um, do you do you feel like that would work as well on LinkedIn? Is there a reason why you haven't tried it over there or have you and it failed or do you have any thoughts on groups in LinkedIn? Super awesome question. I'm in groups. I am in some groups on LinkedIn, not really actively. I'll kind of be a little bit seasonal about it. So when I went, I was one of the networking ambassadors at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego this year. And so I was quite seasonal about it in the sense that I was in that group quite active in the lead up to the event. Um, but I'm not big on LinkedIn. Like I'll go over there now and then. I know there's groups over there. I just never started a go-to girl group on LinkedIn. And to a certain extent, the advice I give my clients is, you know, be on two to three social media platforms where your ideal client is hanging out and do them really well instead of trying to do everything. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That makes sense. So let's talk about your live events. You said you do two or three live events a year and you get about 130 people to that event each time, correct? 
Yeah. So I do, I do three live events, which have about, last time I actually capped it, at, it sold out at 90 because I used a smaller venue. I wanted it a little more intimate. But normally for my bigger ones, it's about 130. Then I've just started this year since my baby started school. So I've got three kids at school now. I just started doing events in different cities. Um, now I'm based in New Zealand. I'm of Canadian heritage, but um, yeah, I was born in Canada, but I'm actually a Kiwi by whatever, by, you know, by blood. And um, <laughs> so I live here. And so all my live events are in New Zealand at this point. I do speak internationally, but I do my events mainly in New Zealand. But I just started doing them in different cities across the country, which is, again, really great because people get to see me, they get to connect with each other. And then I've started setting up live masterminds in those cities. So in terms of funnel as such, I run a live event, which pretty much is like a break even went out of the, out of my city. In my city, I make a couple grand per Per event. But when I do it in a different city, it's on a smaller scale. I don't really make the money. But then I start a live mastermind, which is a once a month in-person meeting for eight spots only. And that's been working really well because then the woman, I don't just love them and leave them. You know, I actually give yeah. them something that they can do. And people who come to live events, this is a hot tip for anyone that does live events. People actually want to buy something live usually from a live event any because they love that in-person connection. So if now I've, I, in, not only can I offer them an online mastermind, but I can also say, hey, listen, for eight of you that, that want like a slightly more TLC and, and coaching support and, and pay a higher price for it, then, you know, have a look at the live mastermind that might be right for you. And that, that model as such has been working really well. Wow. What are your secrets to filling a room with 130 people? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is everyone, the word is out, right? So I've been doing it for four years. When I first started, I had 15 people in the room and I charged $15. It was really small. But now everyone knows that the vibe of, they always talk about the vibe. They say, oh my God, I just love you. I've been to so many networking events. I don't know what it is, but your events are just so... First of all, they're really fun because I'm, I'm, I'm all about having fun. If you're not having fun, you need to t tweak something in your life or your business. But um, the, it's ve I'm very much about co-opetition and collaboration. And I think the vibe is the fact that I don't believe in, oh, if there's another health and wellness coach, you should go to the other side of the room and stay away. I'm like, no, you should go and embrace her because you both have the same mission. You both have the same similar goal. And maybe if you have a similar audience, but a different offering, you could do a cross promotion or a collaboration. So because I I have that mindset and I promote that type of thinking, it's very much a positive, supportive environment instead of people trying to fight for clients. I really like that. Wow. So um, how long do your, is it live event is just one day? It's like three hours long. So it's, so my seat, every time it is, it's a networking night. So it's the go-to girl networking night and people love um, for some people don't love the idea of networking, but I tell them it's not actually networking. It's connecting and it's getting inspired. So it's basically one hour of mix and mingle, but I do a little bit of facilitated networking. So I've been known to do networking bingo, which sounds horrible, but it's actually awesome. They love it. So an hour of like drinks. Of course, when you throw a little bit of like drinks and nibbles, people have something in their hand and I give them like really awesome name tags. And I do kind of these conversation starter activities it's fun, right? And then we they basically sit and listen for another hour, which is usually me and then one or two, sometimes a panel of speakers, but they're awesome, powerful women that are. And so the theme of my last event was purpose and perseverance. And I had four amazing speakers and they each had 12 minutes to talk. So it was pretty full on. 
Um, and I do a little bit of, you know, I do a little bit of PowerPoint, like with really beautiful photos and, and inspiring quotes and stuff. So, and they love it. And then they have another hour to mix and mingle. And I do really great giveaways. And I usually do some done for you networking on the spot. So I say, hey, anyone in the audience, you know, if you've got someone you want to meet, let us know and I'll hook you up. And someone will put up their hand and be like, I need a massage therapist because I hurt my shoulder. And I'll be like, right, any massage therapist in your room. And I say, hold up your business card. And I grab the business cards and I, I hand cool. you know, exchange the business cards. Or someone will be like, I really want to meet, you know, whatever, this famous person. I'll be like, does anyone in this room know a famous person or know someone who knows a fam you know, this famous per person? So we kind of do this really fun. So it's not just literally sit and listen. It's actually quite interactive. I do a little bit of like turn to your neighbor and tell them like one thing you want to celebrate in your life or business. Like right now, go ahead. And then the buzz, 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 they, they talk and I have to like make them stop talking so I can carry on. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I really wish right now that I lived in New Zealand. So <laughs> next, um, next time you're in the U.S., let, let me know so that I can come to one of your events. Yeah, I should do it. I should bring it, bring it over. Yeah. Um, wow, that's really cool. So do most of your, would you say you get a lot of coaching clients from your live events too? Um, yeah, yeah, I do definitely from my live events, but also from speaking. So because I, I'm speaking again, because my kids are all at school now, I have a little bit more freedom to, to move and groove. And so I've been doing more speaking this year. And I think I do get clients from any time that people get to see and hear me. And so really in terms of ideal client, and I, this is interesting because often your ideal client will be an earlier version of yourself. People might've heard that before. Um, but for me, my ideal client is women who want to be seen and heard on a bigger level so they can have a bigger impact on the world. Right. So that's wow. my, like, of course I can help I can help anyone, but my ideal client who I love working with. And so often when people see me on stage or on TV being interviewed, they go, oh my God, I, that's what I want. And that, and so that's what resonates with my ideal client. So of course, when they see me at my event or up, I just spoke at a social media conference here in New Zealand, or I just spoke at like a world organics conference in Sydney. If they see me up in that position, they have that. They're like, ooh, I want what she's got. And the, quite mm -hmm. often they'll get in touch with me. So it's not really about social media, right? Social media and networking are just my tools to help these women be seen and heard so they can get their message out to the world. Wow. And so uh, I'm just going to read into what you said. You and Because I know a lot of people are like, well, I wish I could do more speaking. I have actually a lot of clients who are like, I wish I could, I want to be, I want to be a speaker. But I'm guessing you are getting all these speaking gigs and in invites because you're so amazing at networking and it's all in who you know. Is that fair? Yeah. Yes. Yes and no. There's a few things I've done to just get basic. One of the things I did, I was, I put it out there. I just, I'm a little bit of a woo woo believer in the universe. And I said, you know what, in 2016, I want to do, and I'd never been paid to speak before. I want to do, I want to do some paid speaking gigs. That was like one of my intentions for the year. And I literally put it out there in my brain. Right. And I actually said it on Facebook. I didn't say, does anyone know any, anyone who wants mm -hmm. me to speak at their event, but I put it out there on Facebook. I said, I've, you know, 2016 for me is going to be all about, um, you know, getting myself out there more, being seen on, and heard on a bigger level, and I want to do more paid speaking. You know, and I just put it out literally on Facebook and out to the universe and in and my intentions. And I think that was part of the puzzle of doing that. Now, I also, um, I also had a friend who ran an event, and I said, I, I'm a believer in ask and you shall receive. She was running an event. She had a few speakers. I said, Hey, Belinda, do you want me to speak at your event? And she goes, Yeah, that'd be awesome. 
And she's like, I don't pay people. I'm like, well, that's cool. It's actually a, a room full of 80 of my ideal clients, women entrepreneurs. So so for me, sometimes I charge, sometimes I don't, right? If I see that it's a win-win, um, you know, in some way, or if I can grow my list, I might not charge. Other times, yeah, I'll totally charge because it's a lot of time, obviously, especially when you're traveling and you're away from your, your family. So for me, setting the intention, number one, and number two, like basically putting myself in a position if I see an opportunity. Now, of course, if Belinda didn't know me from a grain of salt, she probably would have been like, no, but she's a friend and she's a friend who's seen me speak before and she knows that I've got a following. So she also knows that if she says, go to girl is speaking at my event, that I'll probably help her fill the room. So it's got to be a win-win. Like I said, I'm all about the the collaboration and the win-win. Wow. That's so awesome. Okay. I only have a few more minutes of your time. Sure. Um, in those last few minutes, I do want your opinion like on a couple of other social media platforms. First of all, what is your what are your main tips and tricks for Instagram? Can you sum that up in a few minutes? Or is that a big topic? It's a big topic. But uh, so Instagram, I'd say, obviously, make sure that you change your link. So or you have an opt in. So as people know, you can't like put links in your posts on Instagram, you can say link in bio, click link in bio or something like that. And so make sure the link in your bio is a smart link. So don't just always have it at your homepage. So for me, sometimes if I wrote a specific blog, and of course, a blog that has a call to action in it about either working with me or joining my list, then I'll, I'll do that. I'll have a post about that blog and really compelling, beautiful image because obviously Instagram's all about the, the, the beautiful mm-hmm. pictures. Um, I think another thing, I'm a big believer in give people a window into who you are, the person behind the business. So doing a videos on Instagram, not all the time, but now and then is a really smart move because especially if you're someone who you, you are the face of your business, I would let people see your face. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right. And our final topic, I wanted to hit on Snapchat. Tell, tell me what your thoughts are on that. When I went to social media marketing world, they said this time next year, Snapchat will be as big as Facebook. Some people were talking like that. Um, so, you know, Gary V in particular. Yes. Uh, you know, so, I mean, Snapchat is really interesting. It's totally coming into its own. People love it, I think, because it is raw and real. It's quick. It's easy. It's on your phone. It's in your hand. Um, of course, there's all those crazy filters. So the kids love it. Like my daughter mm-hmm. loves it. Um, but I think it's definitely got its place for telling stories, but now that Instagram has added stories as well as its new feature, um, then, you know, who knows how things are going to change, but Snapchat has certainly really risen like in the past, whatever, six months, eight months, it's really risen. So, I mean, if sometimes early adapt, if you're an early adopter, you can grow a really great following, um, Look up Chocolate Johnny. He's um, he's a guy in Australia with a chocolate shop that has just was a really early adopter on Snapchat, and he's totally grown his physical bricks and mortar business um, as a result of Snapchatting. So if you just look up him, you can you can kind of see what it's all about. Do you use Snapchat for your I business? I do use Snapchat, but um, quite often I'll forget. Like I'll be out and about, and I'll do a video. And then I'll be like, oh, I forgot to Snapchat that. So, um, yeah, I do use Snapchat. I'm not like the queen of Snapchat, but uh, watch this space because I think it's definitely got its place. Fair enough. Um, do your kids think you're super cool since you know all this social media stuff? Yeah, they, I, I mean, I, they're still young enough to think I'm super cool. I think I'm cooler <laughs> than they do. Um, my daughter's really on Musical.ly though all the time. So that's an interesting one for the little kids. But um, yeah, do they think I'm cool? I don't know. I always sing in the kitchen and I sing when they've got friends over. So I'm almost moving into the mom, you're embarrassing me stage. <laughs> Go to your room, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, Natalie, I'm going to turn the time over to you. If there's an opt-in, remind us, tell us what you want us to do, how to find you and all those wonderful things about you, please. 
Yeah, well, I'm just about to launch my new website, which is super exciting. So um, I guess if people just go to go so go to girl socialmedia.com is my homepage. And hopefully soon I'll have an awesome um, opt-in in there. So what I can give you guys, I'll, I can give you this specific link. Actually, how about you guys? You want five secrets to social media success? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, so I'll, we give do. You, I'll give you the specific URL. I can't remember offhand what it awesome. is. Awesome. But I'll give you that. That sounds perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Natalie. Excellent. My pleasure. Well, there you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.